0: This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the immediate and speedy recovery of Daniel Aaron Moshe ben Ruth, may Kodesh Baruch give him and show him immense mercy and love and compassion. This week's Parsha Perspectives in loving memory of Lay Menshah Basak of Yosef, Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yochmiel Daniel ben Gedalia, may the souls be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha begins the third book of the Torah, Sefer Vayikra, and the name of this podcast episode is Beneath the Surface. Our parsha begins with the first time that God speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu from within the Mishkan, from within the tabernacle. He relates to Moshe the various types of karbanis, the sacrifices that were brought on the altar, the oila, an elective sacrifice burnt entirely and solely for God, the chatas, a sin offering that would atone for sins done unintentionally, the shlomim, a volunteer sacrifice brought to thank God and eaten by the donor, koyanim and levim and the asham an offering brought by a person unsure if they violated a torah prohibition however a question comes to mind the parsha starts off with god calling out to moshe from within the assembled mishkan the pasuk writes vayikra el moshe and god called out to moshe Dabra hashem elov may oil and god called out to moshe and spoke to him from within the tent of meeting but why doesn't the pussuk write that god called moshe it should have written vayikra hashem el moshe and god called out to moshe Furthermore, why did God call out to Moshe before speaking with him? Usually the Pesach writes, Hashem El Moshe and God spoke to Moshe, why did God call Moshe Binu before speaking with him? However, the Orach Kadesh, Rav Ibn Atar and Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that there is a depth to the meaning, to the order that God spoke to Moshe with. God called out to Moshe two other times in the Torah. The first time was by the burning bush when God challenged Moshe Rabbeinu to lead the Jewish nation out of Egypt and for us to celebrate Yitzchitz Ritzrayim this Pesach. The second time was at Har Sinai, at Mount Sinai, when God summoned Moshe Rabbeinu up the mountain. In both cases, the Pesach details that it is God Himself calling Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayikra Hashem, and God called out to him. The difference here, explains the arachim is that God is calling out in an obscure manner from a place that Moshe was not allowed inside. Once God's presence rested upon the Mishkan, only Aaron, the high priest, and his sons could enter and offer the Karbanes and offer the sacrifices. The Arachim explains that God will often try to awaken us in an obscure manner before explicitly revealing Himself. He sends subtle hints that require us to look beneath the surface to feel His presence. Most of the time, God utilizes nature to implement and carry out His will. But if we pay close attention, To the world's seemingly natural occurrences, we will hear the call to unite and serve God as one. Looking beyond ourselves, we can see God directing our every move and feel His presence resting upon our shoulders. When we get to Hint, we pave the way for God to reveal Himself with the coming of Mashiach. This lesson is ever more relevant as we quickly approach Pesach, the holiday of freedom. The story we describe and say in detail during the Seder night is intended to awaken us to the power of our Creator, to the miracles He constantly performs on our behalf without us being aware of His presence, to the love, to the passion, to the desire He has for us ever since our forefather Avram Vinu circumcised Himself at the age of 99 years old, to the infinity of His holiness and the eternity of His presence, to the ultimate redemption that will be forever once His oneness is proclaimed throughout the world. In our daily life, it is imperative to realize that most communication is conveyed beneath the surface. Our mannerisms, our habits, reveal much more than we think they do. How we walk, talk, and interact with others provide valuable insight to those paying attention even if we try to hide them. For example, crossing our arms or avoiding eye contact may indicate that we feel defensive or uncomfortable. These behaviors can be noticed by others and they can give valuable information about our state, our emotional well-being, and so on. We must align our hearts and mouth in the same direction to present ourselves authentically and build genuine connection with others. And although aligning our hearts and mind may require immense self-awareness and self-reflection, we must challenge ourselves to be authentic because it is essential to finding ourselves and build meaningful relationships others. I will conclude with a powerful quote. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. And your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Partial Perspective. Check out our website, theparshalperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to thepartialperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.